Welcome. We're talking Windows 11, tablet features possibly coming back, Microsoft standing in the way of Sony's gravy train that is Call of Duty, how teams can become a bit more pro, and maybe the Apple event? Stay tuned. Welcome everyone to On Podcast, the On Microsoft Podcast, where we talk about Microsoft stuff on a podcast. I'm your host today, Kareem Anderson, and uh, we have a short week of news, but a week of news nonetheless. Uh, some of our highlights would be Teams Room Pro and what that means as far as people who are paying for Teams Room Premium or Teams Room Standard or any of that jazz. Uh, we also have a back and forth between PlayStation CEO Jim Ryan and uh, Xbox head Phil Spencer talking about what the future of Call of Duty is on the PlayStation platform going forward if the deal were to close. Uh, those are some of our biggest uh, headlines of this short week, but uh, there was also an Apple event, so we'll be discussing that briefly and kind of what that means for Microsoft and how that tangentially relates uh, and what we might want to see coming out of Android uh, after the event. Uh, so let's get into the week of news, um, starting with Teams Going Pro. So Microsoft announced Teams Going Pro. Um, I thought it was already pro, but apparently there's a level of pro beyond enterprise professional. Uh, and with that pro, uh, what ends up happening is people that were using Teams Rooms Premium or Teams Room Standard, or I guess Teams Room Premium, which was previously known as Skype Room Systems, will now refer to this as Teams Pro. And what that ends up doing is that it rolls everything into a convenient uh, new one service that will be licensed uh, for about $40 per month. Uh, it's a single license for both those two services. Uh, with that, people get access to exclusive uh, features like intelligent audio and video, uh, high quality um, tweaks uh, on the Microsoft certified hardware as well. Uh, Teams Pro will also come with additional support for increased engagement, uh, which means that it will unlock a lot of these new features we've been talking about over the past two, three, four months uh, that we, uh, that involve you know, the use of whiteboard, screen sharing, uh, raised hands, reactions, all of that will start rolling into this new product. Uh, I mean, you know, as Microsoft likes to say with a lot of stuff, it's AI driven. So again, this, that means that they can scale these features, you know, per month if they want to do updates or whatnot. And you get, you get it for 40 bucks, regardless of how many or how often new features show up. Uh, in the meantime, people can still access Microsoft Teams rooms and you know small businesses can still schedule that all for free. Uh, we don't know exactly when it will roll out, but uh, Microsoft saying that it will at least roll out with a month free trial. So stay tuned uh, when we get some uh, updates on you know when they start doing the previews or just roll it out in general. We will let you know. The next biggest headline in today's news, depending on if you're a gamer or not, was PlayStation CEO Jim Ryan saying that Xbox Call of Duty offer is inadequate on many levels. Yeah, he's getting a little bit catty, but uh, let's get into the details of it. Uh, speaking with GameIndustry.biz, Jim Ryan was talking about the offer that Microsoft made uh, to extend uh, the support for Call of Duty and future Call of Duty games on the PlayStation platform for a few more years beyond the contractual agreement they have, I believe, which ends in 2025 or whatnot, and to that, Ryan said that it was inadequate, meaning that Microsoft needs to do more than that. Uh, Microsoft has only offered Call of Duty to remain on PlayStation for three years after the current agreement between Activision and Sony ends. 
Um, it's been after you know 20 years of Call of Duty on PlayStation, so I can see why he's a bit upset about this. Uh, in response, I think Phil Spencer, who didn't really want to talk on the matter, obviously because uh, he is going through approvals right now to make sure that uh, you know the Activision deal even gets you know approved, said that the offering question was signed uh, was a signed agreement to Sony to guarantee Call of Duty on PlayStation with features and content parity for at least several more years. Several, I think he identified as three, uh, which is again beyond. Uh, the end date for this agreement, which is 2025, if I'm not mistaken. Um, so he's extending it for about three years after that. Um, I can I don't know why Jim Ryan thought that it would be, I guess, indefinite or beyond five more years after a signed agreement that, again, Microsoft had no say in. They have no contractual obligation to do anything beyond what Activision had already signed. So if they chose to cut the, you know, cut Call of Duty from PlayStation as soon as the deal ends, it's their legal right to do so. It's a black eye on the industry and doesn't look good for their PR. But uh, Phil Spencer did say, again, he's said several years after. So uh, we'll nail down exactly what that means in the future. But it's just kind of a little catty for Ryan to say what he said when he said it, especially knowing that Microsoft is going through appeals and approvals uh, and anti uh, trust um, litigation uh, for the deal to begin with. Uh, I think he's trying to basically, um, I forget what the term is called, but you know, he's seeding the ground for people to investigate and kind of look into it and see if they can give some guarantees before the approval, saying that Sony might be able to have Call of Duty for on this on the platform longer. Who knows? Uh, but again, those are just two of the biggest headlines. Uh, let's get into the week. We have Halo Infinite players unlocking campaign local split screen co-op on Xbox. So I think I had mentioned last week about uh, the development team kind of shuttering that approach and, you know, doing away with the whole effort in general. But it seems like they had gotten pretty far in the coding uh, because it's uh, in there and people have been able to activate it relatively easily. All you need to have is or all you need to get a local co-op working on Halo Infinite on the current uh, gen Xbox consoles is a friend that's online and in, who's in the menus pretty much. Uh, the Halo creation on, uh, on Twitter created a quick video tutorial of the process getting Halo Infinite Local Co-op working. So I'll have some B-roll about how to, you know, kind of keep your eye on how to do that. Uh, it takes a few minutes to get done. No hacking, no flashing, none of the ISO stuff, none of that. It's like I said, it seems like it was built into the code already. Uh, they just hadn't had a chance to test it out. And again, there may be other development things that I am not foreseeing as far as maybe, because uh, this is split screen, so it's two, maybe the four uh, corner screen that we all got used to in Halo was something that was going to be a bit too taxing or maybe not work out well once implemented. So they kind of scrapped the idea, but it's in there. People can get around and get to using it. Uh, again, it's not officially supported, so we don't know uh, what can and might break in the future. But if you're interested in doing co-op, give it a shot. Uh, that was pretty much all that happened on Tuesday. Like I said, we're coming off of a holiday weekend here in the U.S., which is Labor Day, so a bit, news is a bit slow. Uh, on Wednesday, uh, the U.S. Army took delivery of its first batch of Halo, uh, Halo, HoloLens 2 base combat goggles. Uh, we've been following this story for years, uh, and it has been an up and down uh, story that you know involved the U.S. Army. Uh, 
the last administration, uh, Microsoft, the Department of Defense, like a whole bunch of players have all been kind of miscommunicating what's actually been going on, putting a halt to things, reinvestigating things, uh, you know, uh, putting bad PR out there. But at the end of the day, uh, it's been a long road and Microsoft's IVAS uh, augmented reality platform, which will be used on these new goggles, apparently got the approval. Uh, We mentioned in May that they'd have to do about a month long field test. And that would be the determining factor in whether or not the U.S. Army, who had previously halted uh, its funds for funding this project, would move forward. And it seems like the test went well in May. So according to Bloomberg report, the Army had placed an initial order of 5,000 devices worth $373 million uh, with a potential purchase of 121,000 more devices worth $21.9 billion over the next 10 years. Uh, early tests were a bit problematic, but it seems like uh, they're going to be going forward with uh, another batch of orders. Uh, I don't know the exact number on that, but it's good news for Microsoft because, like we said, the potentiality of the deal was uh, $21.9 billion over 10 years, which is big, especially for a project that you know has seen its share of executive issues with Alex Kippen having to leave, uh, well, I guess choosing to leave. Uh, and the, again, the military kind of questioning whether or not this is a project they needed to go forward with. On Thursday, that's when we kind of get a deluge of news because, I don't know, maybe people just woke up. Uh, Microsoft confirms that there are signing issues with Windows 11 update. Uh, and this isn't just for insiders. This is the Windows 11 21H2 uh, update for people. And I guess uh, it would prevent people from or prevent users from signing in using a Microsoft account. I don't know how many of you this affected. But uh, as of today, they have pushed out a fix. So uh, go and see if you need to update that fix or if you're having troubles with the sign-in. I believe you can do a guest account and and work your way around it and then uh, apply the um, update. Uh, If that doesn't work, you can always roll back your system to before the update uh, and then apply it there and you should be good going forward. The other bit of news is Xbox is launching a brand new home UI. Uh, this will be going, I guess, live in 2023. They're testing it out right now in the Alpha Ring, I believe. A few people have gotten it and kind of played around with it. But one of the new uh, big features will be a jump back in view, uh, which is a row at the top of the homepage for the Xbox dashboard where people will find uh, recently played games and apps replacing dedicated title uh, tiles for this. Uh, there will also be suggestion tiles as well. Some people might consider those ads for other games, but uh, your ad, one man's ad is another man's suggestion. I'm going to see if that catches on. Uh, senior product manager, manager and lead of Xbox experiences, Ivy Krislov, had this to say about the forthcoming update. Quote, we know the Xbox homepage is where our games spend the most time, and it's a space that's very personal. We also know we can always be listening and learning how we can do better here while keeping our experiences fast and familiar. With that, we're kicking off a multi-month series of experiments to learn how to create a more personalized home screen experience and address some of the top uh, trends and fan requests. Quote, um, if you are not in the alpha ring or the beta ring, you might want to consider entering to give your feedback. Uh, it looks like Microsoft is going back closer to, I guess, the... Um, dashboard of the PlayStation, where it's, you know, just a grid of up and down, left and right. Uh, while tiles still remain, the, you know, we're not having this, you know, large tile, medium tile, small tile stuff. It's all seeming to be 
you know, all medium-sized tiles and easy to navigate um, UI. So that's always a plus. The other thing that happened on Thursday was Microsoft Teams will now soon let users view the entire chat threads in search results. This was announced on Thursday. Uh, Microsoft is currently working on a feature tagged ID 97510 uh, in the Microsoft 360 mo uh, roadmap for those of you who have access to it, which I'm assuming none of you do because why would you need it? Um, but if you're interested in it, this new uh, view entire features chat will do exactly as it says. It will allow users to view the entire chat of the conversation thread after clicking on the search manage results. So if you start typing in a single word and you uh, find what you're looking for, you will now be able to see the entire thread uh, on one side. Uh, I know I use that quite often uh, when I type in one word and I have to you know, kind of sort through several um, mini chats uh, just to get to the thing I'm looking for. Uh, what it's intended to do is help users track their conversations easily and refer to conversations and previous messages revolving around the search message. Uh, again, I think we're likely to see this feature in October, so basically next month. Um, I don't know when the journal availability will be. It might be at the end of the month, maybe the beginning of November. Uh, and it should be for both Mac and uh, Windows users. Last, day, last bit of information on Thursday that came out was Microsoft releasing Windows 11 uh, Insider Dev Channel Build 25197. Uh, and that's kind of what we were hinting at uh, at the top, that Microsoft is also uh, testing out uh, or reintroducing the Tablet Optimized Taskbar which was removed from Insider Builds back in April, uh, which added a round, uh, rounded uh, corners on the bottom of the taskbar, a hover over treatment, and also enlarged the icons when in uh, touch or tablet focus mode. Uh, but again, it's not for everybody. This is an alpha, I mean, uh, A-B testing. So if you don't have it, don't worry, you might get it. If you don't get it in dev, you might get it as an A-B tester in beta. It's weird the way Microsoft is doing this kind of things. Uh, the other, some other visual updates come to the calculator media player, um, just small tweaks, again, more polish, uh, more mica, I guess, effects or whatnot. Uh, the other thing people might notice is that it's not possible to drag or drop or rearrange your system tray icons with this change. So uh, I don't know if they are testing out the touch first functionality of it before they give back the full featured uh, ability, or maybe they just don't want you dragging and dropping with your finger. Who knows, Microsoft is a mystery. Microsoft has also officially introduced uh, animated icons, which will be in the settings, uh, which you can find in the settings uh, panel. Uh, these are basically the icons next to um, storage and battery updates and personalization, things like that. If you hover over with your icon, they will do a small animation. Uh, it's nice polish. These are things that are necessary and needed in Windows. Uh, again, there's still other menus and settings and UI that could probably be addressed before the small change, but I will take, and you're probably like me, anything we can get at this point that makes uh, Windows 11 look a little bit more polished. Um, like I said, join the dev channel if you're looking to get this update, uh, or the beta channel, uh, you should be getting it soon. Last but not least, we are moving on to Friday, which Microsoft and Blackbird are showing off professional browser-based video editors. Uh, Microsoft will be joining Blackbird at the IBC 2022 to show off browser-based professional video production software. Um, the, it's kind of like, I guess, um, what was ClipChamp on steroids. So uh, the big news, though, is that it's uh, Blackbird's vi you know, professional video editing software is all based on Azure Public Cloud. 
So Microsoft wins twice on this. Uh, Blackboard will also support Azure Blob storage for video ingest and publishing, enabling a fully transparent workflow. The video production software is also integrated with Azure Media Services to easily handle all streaming and video on demand needs. So again, big win to kind of show exactly what it is Microsoft's cloud can do. Uh, and hopefully we'll see more and more of these kind of things happening in the future. I had mentioned and promised that we would talk about Apple. So let's do it real quick. Uh, Apple had an event, uh, I believe Wednesday. Yes, Wednesday morning, afternoon. Uh, it was a two hour long event where they introduced a watch or series of watches, a series of phones and their AirPods Pro 2. Uh, there's not much to talk about on the front for watches that are related to Microsoft because Microsoft gave up on the band, sadly, we all know that. Uh, and they don't really have that many uh, watch-based apps because there are, I mean, their apps work better on bigger screens to begin with. But there's the iPhone, the iPhone 14, which has, uh, you know, a new processor, a slightly better, brighter screen. There are a bunch of different versions. The pricing seems to be, you know, in line and, and considerate of, you know, today's economy, relatively considerate. Uh, the thing that's, you know, kind of to mention is the way that Microsoft, or I mean, Apple is tweaking their software. Uh, they took their notch and they made it a notification area. Uh, on the phone, uh, and I believe the part I want to talk about is the speculation of using that notification area on MacBooks. Uh, there's a reason why they built it, you know, that kind of um, area <clears throat> into a MacBook when it was unnecessary. You've seen, uh, you know, Microsoft do it, you've seen uh, Dell do it, and some other people, they've been putting in some, you know, better cameras and smaller displays discrete display areas, but Microsoft decided to do, I mean, Apple decided to do the notch. And I believe going forward, that might be where the notifications reside. And I would ponder to ask if you guys believe that's a good place for it at the top of your desktop as you're kind of going through things, or would you prefer it on the side, which we kindly have in Windows? Uh, if for those of you who haven't seen this new dynamic island, which again, I believe will be carried over to uh, iPads and and uh, MacBooks in the future. Uh, I just want to ask, do you think notifications should be at the top or should they be off to the side? And the same goes for search. Uh, should we start putting search at the top or at the bottom? Um, I just want to know your thoughts, what you think uh, as far as how Apple's approach is going towards, you know, utilizing their hardware and software as one. Uh, you know, we're, we're, we're supposed to see the fruits of a similar effort between panels now being in charge of hardware. Uh, would you, again, would you like to see notifications at the top of your Windows uh, device or would you do you still like to see them at the bottom uh, corner? That's all I have for today. Like I said, it was a short week. Uh, I am glad you guys are here uh, hanging out with me. Uh, I appreciate you and I appreciate your time. Uh, for those of you who have mentioned uh, about the mic, I've tried to fix it. so. I'm hopefully coming in louder in your ear. Um, with that being said, you can find me at Mindhead1 on Twitter. If you have any other uh, comments, concerns, suggestions, uh, I'm always I'm all ears. Uh, you can also find on Microsoft uh, just by our handle on Twitter for you know brief headlines and uh, news. If you want to read the full disclosures and full articles, our how tos, our editorials, our reviews, and whatnot, you can go to onMicrosoft.com. And that is it for me today. I am me, you are you. Have a great weekend.